Hi everybody, welcome to a new episode of Two Drunk Fans. Short episode this week, not a lot happened in the soccer world since we last recorded. We're going to be giving you some NWSL reviews, our predictions, and we'll be going over our points from last weekend. How did we do? Oof. Okay. That's how we did. Okay. I mean, I said Boston would win and we did. That's... Mm -hmm. I think we said Portland would win and... uh... Nope. Okay. Nope. Yeah, that one sucked. Yep. Let's just go over the points. We can get to the pain in a minute. Oh, boy. All right. Um, all right. You want to go over the points? Yeah, let's go over the points. Oof. All right. Uh, so the first match was North Carolina and New Jersey. We thought this would be a barn burner. Um, a lot of goals, and there was one goal. <laughs> and it was scored by the team that we did not expect to win. So congratulations, New Jersey. You stumped us. Um, and then for Boston and Washington, uh, I predicted a draw, and you thought Boston would win. So yay, you. You got two points for guessing the correct winner. Uh-huh. Um, then Orlando-Chicago, again, a game where we thought there would be three goals to it. Uh, we actually both picked different winners. Um, I picked Chicago to win. Oh, so boy. I get the two points there because Chicago won one to nothing. Then, unfortunately, um, Seattle-Portland. You got a point for guessing the correct number of goals. Okay. Um, you thought Portland would win two to nothing. Oh, go ahead. Uh, and, unfortunately, that did not happen. And uh, Seattle won two to nothing. So, yay you. You got points. And then the last match, uh, Houston surprised us both. We both thought that Kansas City was going to win. We did not realize the um, history that Houston has in playing Kansas City, in Kansas City, Mm -hmm. where FCKC has never beaten them there. That's wild. That's such a wild stat to me. I don't understand how that's possible, but I confirmed it. Like, FCKC has never beaten Houston in Kansas City. Um, we should have known that. We should have known that history. We, we obviously didn't know that history. And we both wanted FCKC to win. Or we both predicted FCKC to win. And uh, Houston won 2-1. to one. So it sounds like I got three points this week. And you got two? I think you got four points. Ooh. And I got three points. Great. We both got... <laughs> Less than 33% out of a total 15 possible points. But now I am only ahead by one point in the grand scheme of things. Oh, catching up. So now it's 50 to 51 in our little competition here. So we are we are similarly minded, I guess, over the course yes. of an entire season. Yes, and we're about halfway through. Yeah. Uh, that, was, that was week 12? Week 11? Week how 11. Did, how are we capturing yeah. this? That's week 11. Week 11. So most teams played two games during week 11. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that's not bullshit. So um, not much happened this week. No. Uh, I mean, Seattle Rain. Megan Rapino is on some other shit right now. Yeah, that didn't happen this week, though. She's just, she fans. She's really good at fans. She is good at dance. 
I mean, Megan Rapinoe stoking that rivalry, it's, it's good for the league, I guess, but it's not great for your wanting to fight her, I guess. Well, so so the thing is, is like, it's, Megan Rapinoe is the only one trying to make this rivalry. Uh-huh. She's the only one stoking that fire. She's the only one going online saying hate stuff. You know, she, like... Sure, maybe other fans are saying that, but it's not like the Seattle-Portland thing is, like, what we as a Portland fan base consider our rivals. I actually, within NWSL, think Seattle-KC has a lot more weight to it as a rivalry, honestly. I mean, I think Portland-KC has a huge rivalry. Uh, Portland-Western New York or Portland-North Carolina has a huge rivalry. Like, I... Maybe maybe that's just old school. Like I don't consider rivalry to be geographic by default. Like, yeah, now the the two teams are even overall uh, over the five years of this of this league. But Portland swept the first four matches, and it's been all Seattle since. I do think rivalry in general is good for leagues, but it's got to be organic. People have been talking up Seattle-Portland since literally day one of this league, when there was nothing to base that on other than their MLS sides having a rivalry. Like, the, the two teams themselves, I don't think have especially had such contentious matches that, you know, that they hate each other as much. So I think you're... Yeah, I, 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 I agree with you that Rapino is, like, really talking it up, but... So so the, the thing is, is, like, not only is Rapino the one stoking this fire, but... I mean, the contentiousness has always been against Hope Solo. And when Hope Solo played for the rain, Portland loved to hate them. Because Portland loves to hate Hope Solo. Um, Mainly because Portland has kind of, a lot of people in Portland have seen Hope Solo's entire career, seen her decision-making abilities, um, make a lot of judgment on her decisions. And, you know, that, that adds fuel to the flame. Right? Like, oh, I hate Seattle because I just hate Hope Solo so much. Well, Hope Solo's not there anymore. Megan Rapino used to play at University of Portland. Like, Portland people aren't going to hate Megan Rapino with the same venom that they hated Hope Solo, but it's like Megan Rapino misses it. Megan Rapino misses that sort of anger or passion or whatever it is. And she's trying to resurrect that and and it's it's one it's really really frustrating because it's like dude that doesn't that doesn't exist like people want people in portland want to like you because you're a pilot and then she just goes and talks shit and it's like well i mean now i'm just annoyed i'm not i don't hate you but i'm just annoyed that you you think that like it's even beyond rivalry and it's a hate match yeah, I don't think either team particularly played like it was a hate match either. I mean, Rapino played a little bit like she wants to make Jill Ellis regret, you know, not make, keeping her as a starter. But sure, that, I mean, Megan other Rapinoe than that, yeah. has has a lot to play for. She has she has a lot to motivate her right now. She's healthy. Um, she wasn't healthy at the start of the season. She's uh, kind of firing on all cylinders right now, and you know. They played well. Like, once they scored that goal, um, once Pino was able to sneak in behind Sonnet and French wasn't either wasn't communicating or didn't hear 
um, or wasn't able to like communicate to Sonnet with like a volume, which I mean, goalkeepers, they have volume, so it shouldn't be possible. But like once they messed that thing up, the team went into the locker room with their heads hung. And it's like, how do you come back from that? Like I, I put that on motivating team. You know, they didn't come out in the second half looking to even try to like win. They were just trying not to lose badly. I think Pino got in Sonnet's head a little bit after that. I mean, who wouldn't after getting your pocket <laughs> picked so badly? Like that was embarrassing. It was it was bad. Like it was with thirty seconds left to play, it was bad. It's the kind of thing where you're like, I know Jalala saw that and I know I might have sunk my chances of ever getting called back in. Maybe. Maybe. Like, not on its own, but, like, added into the totality of Sonnet's performance this season so far. Yeah. Totally. I mean, she just, she hasn't, Portland's defense is not a problem. It's Portland's defense's communication with the goalkeeper that's a problem. I mean, out of Portland's two CBs, I really like Mengi's now a lot more than Sonnet. Oh, totally. Totally. Emily Mengi's is is amazing. She's well-rounded. She's always, well, 95% of the time, she's in the right place at the right time. And it's unfortunately that 5% that's like the goalkeeper. Well, I think Menga is, um, part of the impressiveness of her play, though, is that she has to cover from Megan Klingenberg on her side. Totally. Whenever Klingenberg is going up, the whole defense shifts over, and Menga takes on a lot more responsibility in that part of the field, and I think she does a good job with it. So. Or where Klingenberg is, you know, attacking, or not attacking, but like gets beat. Mm-hmm. That happens all the time. Like Klingenberg overcommits, and suddenly the ball is being played into the middle, and we only have, you know, one and a half people there. So I know we made our predictions, but did any other results stand out to you from last weekend? I thought that the Houston uh, SCKC result was just baffling. I'm baffled that Houston is continually winning in Kansas City. I mean, Kansas City did go down to 10. They got that red card in the 62nd, so they had to play about 30 minutes with 10. But for all that, they did not look like they had 10. They they looked like they were full strength. Mm-hmm. But part mm-hmm. of that to me was also Houston deciding to be very tactical and they're like okay we're up by one instead of pressing and maybe leaving kc a gap to get the equalizer because they're they're looking for one we will be conservative and they decided to be more defensive on the ball and like okay let's see out the win rather than risk a tie Mm -hmm. so and it turned out to be the right play they got the win so i do wonder if kc had you know been full strength throughout the whole game if they might have finally gotten that home win, or at least, you know, a result against Houston. We'll never know. We'll never know. Sports are weird. We'll never know. We'll never know. Do they play, uh, does Houston go back to Kansas City again this year? Because if that's the case, I am definitely, I know who I'm picking. So Houston will play KC again in August, but it'll be at home in Houston. Uh, actually, Houston plays KC away Friday, September 29th. Houston will be the away team. KC will be the home team. So, Kansas City has a chance here. All it takes is one. Do you think we could get A-Rod back for that one? No, her ACL won't be ready to go. Let's see. It's the beginning of July. So, July, August, and then September, about three months, a little less than three months. No, we're not seeing A-Rod this season. No. God. 
if ever again. Why'd you have to bring that up, man? What if A-Rod just, like, is riding off into the sunset right now? That would be such a shitty way to end her career, though. I feel like she would want mentally at least just one more, even half a season, you know, where she's like, okay, Vladko, let's make a plan to phase me out. Because the way KC is playing right now, A-Rod would go great in that system. They would probably have won this game with her. They'd probably have a much better oh. record. K- KC would be killing it in this league if they had A-Rod in this system. So uh, that really sucks for them. I think A-Rod mentally is like, I'm not going out like that. So she'll give it one more try. Totally. Um, what about, have we talked about Piercy? Piercy announcing her retirement. Yeah, we did. Because yeah. we talked about going to arranging like oh, what yeah. Red yeah, Bull we had. Oh, yeah. going to the last game. Yeah. I totally spaced that. Yep. You're right. That mm-hmm. was like two episodes ago. Although, apparently, during the North Carolina Sky Blue game, because I think that was a lifetime game, during halftime, they aired a little thing where she talked about how, you know, she's been struggling with her divorce and stuff. So she finally made it public. I think people assumed, but we also were like, if she's not going to talk about it, then it's none of our business. But I think that was, um, you know, if she's chosen to talk about it and that's how she's helping to deal with it, I really hope, you know, she gets through this and then has, like... Her fun little how Christy Pierce got her groove back, period, you know? Could you imagine? She's going to go to France and just live it up. Right? Oh, she should get a commentating gig and just have a vacation in France. like. Yeah. She should be just like Julie Foudy. The kids are a little bit grown. Like, leave the kids with home at home with your uh, ex-husband for a couple weeks or something and just enjoy yourself with your fellow 99er vets in France. Right? Oh, man, that would be hilarious. In 2019, the older one will be a tween, right? Because she's like... How Piercy got her group back. Oh my gosh. I hope so much for her that she just has that, like, I'm middle-aged, I've got some money. She's got that, like, that Jersey Mike's money. Just lives her life. She also has Adidas, I think. Some Adidas money, yeah. Yeah. I think she's got Adidas money. She seems like the kind of person who invested wisely. Let's hope so. And has, like, savings and shit. I hope so. So, Piercy, Abrod, Kansas City, Houston. Those were were backtracking. Yeah, I think the Houston score was the the biggest shocker. I watched a little bit of the New Jersey match on the bus ride up to Seattle. I watched a little bit of the Chicago Orlando match on that same bus ride. Uh, I think I watched Boston win. Oh, how was that? How did that feel beating? Beating Mal Pugh. <laughs> I was dying on the inside a little bit. Um, I was standing next to one of the journos there to cover the spirit. Hi, Kevin. And so when we scored, I just kind of like the the champagne was popping on the inside. On the outside, I was just like, wow. You were just like, good, good job. Good goal. Good yeah. goal. Solid goal. I don't know, maybe I'm um, favoring myself too heavily. Maybe on the outside, I actually was like, fuck yes! But I That I would hope, be hilarious. <laughs> I hope, especially in front of someone who was there to cover the spirit, I was just like, huh, you know? So, so that's a thing that happened. Yeah, it, the Boston needed it, let me tell you. Do we want to talk about this week's games? Let's talk about this week's games now, then, yeah. Hey, let's talk about this week's games. Okay. So tomorrow, or it'll be today because the podcast will come out on game day. 
So what, what are you feeling? What are your feelings in your heart of hearts? What do you think is going to happen? Search your feelings. Uh, I think Katie Stengel will probably be available for this game. And, but at the same time, it would be her first game. She's only had, you know, a couple practices with them. And Chicago, uh, Sofia Huerta and Danny Colaprico were listed as probable on the injury list. So they might be carrying oh. something, but they're not, it's not enough to keep them out. Maybe it's enough to slow down Colaprico a little bit, and that'll that'll help us not shit the bed in the midfield. One nothing Boston. All right. Uh, sorry, dude. I am gonna say one to two Chicago. That is completely fair. Washington hosting Orlando. I feel like this is like personality, personnel wise, a rivalry. Yeah, a little With, bit. Like the the mass exodus of Washington spirit players, or you know the trading, or not trading, but like not protecting Ashlyn Harris in the expansion draft. So, what are your predictions for this game? Mm-hmm. Is Marta? Yes, because players, European players, went back to Europe, mm-hmm. but Marta does not play in Europe. Mm-mm. So Marta is still there. Um, I am going to say this one will be uh, 0 to 2 Orlando. God damn it. Are you saying that too? Let me say 2 to 1 Orlando because Mal Pugh is back. All right. Uh, where was Mal Pugh? She was injured, bro. Really? Yeah. What? She's like 9. How, how does a 9-year-old get an injury? She picked up an injury. I... Maybe it was uh, those European friendlies or something, but she only checked in for a half against Boston, and before that, she was out for a while. It might have been like a hamstring or something. God, those friendlies just kill us. Yes, they do. Friendlies are really, really bad. Well, now that you've said that, we're going to get more friendlies, and probably people are going to get injured. Well, you know, I'm all about the jinx. (laughs) Unfortunately. All right, next, next song. New Jersey versus FC Casey. Sky Blue at home. Sky Blue at home. Coming off a little bit of a high, beating number one team, North Carolina. I'm actually going to call this one two to one for Sky Blue. Whoa. I'm going to say zero to one FC Casey. Oh. I think FC Casey has a little redemption in them. Mm hmm. Um, and are going to be out for blood. Okay, then North Carolina versus Seattle, NC is at home. I'm going to say North Carolina 5 to Seattle nothing. And I'm voting with my heart 100%. I know. That's fine. It seems like you feel a little bit of rivalry there. No, I feel a little bit of anger and hate. Okay. I'm going to say this game is 2 to 3 for Seattle, actually. Sorry. It's all right. We both have the same num- amount of goals. Uh-huh. We both said five goals, so we'll see who gets that one point. Uh, last game, Houston is hosting Portland. I kind of wish I were going this one because I could really go for a little Woody. Or a frozen Woody. <laughs> I could, too. Frozen it's it's quite warm. Frozen Woodies are delicious. Yes. Frozen Woodies are fantastic, and I kind of wish Houston were still hosting the NWSL final. I will call this... Three to one for Portland. I am 
all about uh I'm gonna say one to two Portland. Oh. I feel like I've blown all my big games so far. And so I can't like I can't guess high goal scoring games. Hold on. Let me see what the number is. So I have guessed this week that there will be 14 goals. And you have guessed 16. So I guess I have a little bit of wiggle room. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I have a little bit of wiggle room there. This is going to be a weekend of like 1-0 results now that we've made these guesses. I have one one zero, and so do you. Uh-huh. We're okay. Okay. We're covered. Okay. We're covered. This is going to be the weekend where they score a total of like one goal. <sighs> god that would Has be that wild if we had a weekend i feel like the beginning weekends were really really slow but i don't know if there was any weekend where out of five games there was one goal total i don't know man i don't know wow okay well good luck to everybody except seattle i guess yep okay just for you gab good luck to everybody just but seattle me. good luck to everyone but yeah it's not a rivalry It's not. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. It's just, I don't know. I don't know how to describe it, but it's not. Like, I don't think it is. It could be. I don't, I, no, I don't I, know. I I'm think not I, the authority. I think I get the distinction you're making between disliking stuff about Seattle and actually it being a rivalry. Yeah. Like, Rival- I can not like the city, and I cannot like the way they play. But, but like, it doesn't mean that I'm like, ooh, these are, this is the team. Like, I feel like a rivalry is like, this is the team that we always go toe-to-toe with. Yeah, rivalry has, like, narrative heft between the teams themselves based on a contentious history. And contentious right. doesn't just mean, oh, we lost to them a couple times. Contentious yeah, meaning, like, uh, you know, maybe there was a game... Or, like, when we meet them, they always foul us really bad. Or, like, they beat us in some really important games over a couple of years. Stuff like that. Yeah. Like, they're momentous occasions. It's not like, oh, I hate Seattle because of Megan Rapino Or because of Hope Felt. Like, I just, I, if the word rival means more to me, I guess, than that. Mm-hmm. And I want a rival to be worthy. Okay, that's fair. There's something about worthy rival. Who would be Boston's rival? Everybody. Stop. Our rival is success. Our rival Your is rival doing is well. Success. Our rival is happiness. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> that doesn't count. That's lies. Uh actually probably it's North Carolina. Because as Western really? New York flat as Western New York, they whooped us so badly repeatedly last season. Remember? True. 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 So that I was think, a little bit embarrassing. So it's not really a rivalry there, but that's who I think Boston would most like to beat in a convincing fashion. Yeah, that's a good way to define it. And I got a lot of satisfaction out of the way we beat uh, FC Casey last week. We beat FC Casey 3 nothing, and I was like, yes, this is fantastic. And granted, if we beat Seattle, I would be gloating up a wazoo, but more of like a suck it in your face, Harvey, sort of way. <laughs> okay. And I'm not doing that with FCKC. I'm just like, yeah, finally we got one. Oh, no, man, it's difficult. It's difficult <laughs> to explain sports feelings. That's, um, yeah, people have tried for years, and we've gotten some exemplary sports writing out of it, but still people struggle to to name 
what's inside of them. So, name of your sex tape? Named my biology test. Oh, I did really badly in bio in college. So yeah, actually, that's correct. Probably, probably. Yeah, it's just it's it's one of those things. It's like I feel like that's why we have this podcast is mm-hmm. to like try to explain sports. Oh. Speaking of this podcast, do you know what milestone we missed? 100 episodes? 100,000 listens. What? 100,000 listens. But we have 100 episodes. We have 102 or 103 episodes now. Yeah. Numerically, we're at 90-something, but we have all those specials and stuff that we've done. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, we're over 100, but we hit 100,000 total listens, and we couldn't have done it without our listeners, literally. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not listening to this thing that much. So, um... What if it's all your mom? My mom's not listening to this podcast. Thank God. I swear way too my, much. My mom is not listening to this podcast. My mom would be like, you use so many bad words. Why are you so angry? Can't you use nice words to talk about soccer? My mom would be like, how can you call this girl once a week and talk to her and you can't even call me once a week? Oh my God. My mom That's would say exactly, exactly the same thing. Yeah. Why is it so hard for you to call me once a month when you can podcast at least once a week? Well, Mom, if you caught up more on soccer, we'd have more to talk about. Oh, my mom tries, though, man. My mom tries. Like, Plus she's hard. all about the national team. She's all about like trying to keep up with it. Bless her heart. She tries. She okay. tries. Well, everybody, if you're so inclined, try and call your moms more often. Maybe they'll, they'd like to talk about soccer with you. Who knows? Maybe. That would be interesting. I wonder how many moms know how to talk soccer. I'm sure they're out there. What if our moms secretly know how and we just never try? My mom does not. Well, my mom actually is a really good sports watcher. She just has sports on in the background all the time. So she can rattle off the stats from like NBA and NFL like crazy. She just has a head for numbers. She'd be like, oh yeah, he rushed for so many yards last season or... Uh, he had this many interceptions this season. Or, oh, didn't he get traded for, like, this much money last week? And you're like, Mom, damn. So your mom is Rain Man. Yeah, a little bit. Your mom is Rain Man for ESPN. Yeah. And thanks, everybody, for tuning in this week. Um, We'll see how good our predictions are. If all the games are super slow and 0-0 or 1-0, that's our fault, directly. And we'll see if I jinxed us by having more friendlies. <laughs>